We here at Stormdar Weather work hand-in-hand with the National Weather Service and other professional weather service agencies as a Weather Ready Nation ambassador. We are avid weather enthusiasts who have studied the likes of Mother Nature for over 30 years. The purpose of this podcast is to provide weather information, facts, and trivia in a manner that is entertaining and easily understood by everyone. "'Twas the podcast before Christmas, and all through the town, the trees and the lights, and the shoppers abound. Corey and Rando have monitors aglow to see if their models predict Christmas snow. The people are asking, will Christmas be white? In hopes that Starndar would say, it might. One way to find out, the models would proclaim, so they got on their computers and they called them by name. Now Euro, Canadian, GFS, and NAM, give us a forecast and not just a sham. But each one was different, causing Stormdar much stress. But we're not gonna hype, they both said with finesse. A white Christmas for all? Is it gonna snow? The podcast before Christmas just might let you know. Sounds like sleigh bells. Do you hear them, Corey? I hear something. Oh. Yeah. There's sleigh some, bells? I think it is some sleigh bells. Oh, let me turn huh. those off. I'm going to turn those off. Why do we need a sleigh? Uh, well, we don't need a sleigh. Yeah. We need sleigh bells, though, because I'm a musician, number one. Okay. Yeah. And it's our Christmas podcast. Yay. So welcome to this Christmas podcast, episode number... 297. I'm Rando. I'm Corey. And we welcome you. This is going to be the last podcast of the year. We're going to take next week off and come back in January 2024. Uh, So we've got a lot to cover today. Um, Well, first, let's kind of back up and recap what we've been above average. How about that freezing fog? Yeah. It was foggy that morning. <laughs> I didn't have any clue. I didn't clue. get up too early to see if it was freezing, but we had that advisory. Yeah, I didn't have any clue mm-hmm. that that was going on. So long before I went to bed, issued out of Tulsa for Oklahoma, and I thought, man, we'll see if Springfield does it and turn up about 6.30 in the morning. They they pulled one, too. Uh, for, for Branson? Yeah. Okay, because I saw the early one at some point, and then they the, it I, I noticed it said expanded. Mm-hmm. So... Wow, I wonder if there's any, you know, anything happened. I hadn't heard anything. But freezing fog, uh, if you, you, it's, it's been a while since the National Weather Service has issued one, uh, but a freezing fog advisory is usually when the temperatures, like it says, temperatures are below freezing and you have dense fog, and that tends to uh, put a thin coating of ice on elevated surfaces and possible bridges. It could get a little slick out there. It had. I mean, I remember that last time 
they had one. It was it's been years ago, 2016. There were some accidents, especially on uh, the Tanicoma Bridge on 65. We had some accidents during a really? freezing fog event. How about that? Been about what, seven years ago or something like that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I remember that. And that was in December. But uh, I hadn't heard anything this year. I had the big scanner feed. I was big in the scanner back then, but I don't listen to the scanner too much anymore. You know, I really don't either. Temperatures are just way warm. Yeah. I mean, the, let's, let's see. The average the average high today, again, at Springfield, 46. The average low, 27. So we're getting to that bottom area, but we are way above. I mean, now, yesterday was, was pre-average. I think, uh, what did we get to? 48? I mean, it wasn't. It felt cool to me. I was cold yesterday. Yeah, I think that area of high pressure kind of settled overhead. We had that dry cold front go through uh, yesterday morning, was it, or overnight? Yeah, and yeah then, I think overnight, right. But it got pretty chilly last night at work. We left work at 33 degrees out there at park temperature. Of course, Ooh. the ride's mostly shut down at 41, so... Well, I'm looking at our, our weather station. It got down, we got down to 18.3. Oh, there you go. Kind of surprised. Now, uh, the south, uh, the, the northwest wind, uh, when we were, when the high pressure system was northwest of us, it was kind of funneling in, or north of us, it was funneling in that, that colder air. Then it moved overhead last night. And when you get cold Arctic high pressure moving overhead and little wind, then all of that, any residual built up heat, goes up in the atmosphere. Right. But it today, the high has kind of slid over to the east. The winds have shifted, shifted to the southeast. Uh, went and played disc golf. It actually wasn't bad. And right now, recording at 2.14 in the afternoon on Tuesday the 19th, it's 46.9. So big warm-up. What's average for today, you say? The uh, average for, is 46. Yeah. Yeah. Now, that's Springfield. So, you know, I always say add a degree or two, you know, for us. But um, next week... For twelve twenty six, the day after Christmas, it's a Tuesday, 45 and 26, and then when we come back in January, it'll be 44 and 25, and that's that's a, pretty much as low as we're going to get, mm-hmm. and then uh, we're going to start that climb back up, so there you go. Hey, is there something happening Thursday? Thursday. Thursday, the 21st. It's my son's birthday. Which one? Grant. Nice. Yeah. He was born on the uh, winter solstice back in 1998. Well, guess what? It's the winter solstice. It's the winter solstice again. Oh. Yay. Let me see. Let me give you some applause there. Yes. So winter solstice begins at 9.27 p.m. on Thursday. Which is weird because he was born in the 9 o'clock hour. It may have been right around then, too. So we'll see. I'm going to see what... I'm going to ask Cheryl. <laughs> See if he is a true winter solstice to the minute, baby. We'll wow. Wouldn't that be something? Yeah, you can have Of course, they change. You know, it changes, but so yeah. that's pretty cool. The solstices tend to kind of, they kind of get close to each other. But mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes, I think one time the spring equinox was on March 23rd, one year. I mean, it yeah. was way out there. Right. And it's usually the 20th, 21st, 22nd, but that's mm-hmm. kind of weird. Um so yeah, I mean it. It we got a little bit of rain the other day. I think. Uh, let's see. For the month, we've got nineteen hundredths of an inch. Can you believe that? It's it's two. We're two thirds of the way through the month. We're so dry. Very 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 dry. And uh, did now did you check the the drought? Yeah. Uh, we're all 
the whole state. So we're officially rain. still we're, in. We're, the... we're in D zero, but that's yeah. abnormally dry. It's not going to get any work better from. Mm-mm. Um, you know. I mean, we do have a have a chat. I'm in here and chatter this weekend, and in a minute, I'm, we're going to get to your your model minute. Uh, but uh, yeah, you got plans for Christmas? Uh, well, we I'm busy. You're at work, working, and then we're going to run over to Oklahoma for two days, Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, and then head back up Christmas night and go to work again. So, oh, so you have Christmas Eve and Christmas Day off? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, my so. stepdaughter's coming in from Fayetteville tomorrow. We're going to mm. do a little exchange. Cool. To, this is baking week for me. Ah. I mean, anybody who really knows me, you know, of course, I'm a musician. That's my first love. Weather is my second love. <laughs> and my third love is baking. And I've got several people I'm baking this week. I've, I've spread it out, so I'm not baking an entire day mm. and wearing myself out this time. But, uh, yeah, it's it's always fun to do that. And I'm going to go to mom's uh probably Christmas Day. I haven't talked to her yet, but I, it, in, in lieu of me rushing around and everything is probably going to be... I, we're debating Christmas Eve or Christmas Day, so I don't know. And then, going to be recording next week, so uh, uh, I'm hoping there's not going to be any ice and snow up that way. Oh, uh, well, uh, it, is, it is December, and it's going to be winter. Ooh, that's true. You know what? Why don't we just go ahead and get to your segment, and that way you can tell us if we're going to get any ice or snow. Model Minute, Model Minute. What do they say? It's the Model Minute. Yeah. I've been here in rainy weekend, but then the forecast kind of changes, and then I've I just been hearing a bunch of things. So tell me what you're looking at. I'm looking at the models. The G- GFS model, actually. Okay. Uh, above average on temps, I'll tell you that. Yeah, I was just looking at that this morning. Uh, you've, you've been seeing that graphic going around about the uh, snow chances as oh, yeah. zero <laughs> and also zero. And yeah. <laughs> zero chance in white, but then in it's blue, true. It's zero chance in blue, right? <laughs> it's true. No white Christmas this year, guys. It's looking like a 62 degree. Christmas Day. I just saw that. Christmas Day, 62 for Branson. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's all right. I mean, it's okay to have a warmer Christmas, right? Yeah. But that kind of worries me, though, because, you know, we I don't think we can't say 60 all the time. We're going to have to bottom out at some point. Right. <laughs> I don't know when, but I don't know. I hope not. Maybe we already did. You know, you're right. Maybe we already it's did. It's El Nino coming. So yeah, anyway, we'll see. so yeah, so. Uh, cloudy on Thursday with a chance of showers moving through and eh, maybe out of here by Friday. Oh, a little quick, noon-ish. quick hitter. Okay. So mainly Thursday night and Friday morning. Uh, doesn't look like a whole, it's not going to bust our drought or anything like that. Yeah. And it's not going to cool things off either. So, I mean... This weekend looks like it's going to be a nice busy day at Civil Dollar City. Oh, boy. 60 degrees. But is, is the rain coming back uh, Saturday, maybe? Saturday night-ish. Okay. Sunday. Sunday night, maybe maybe into Christmas. Maybe a rainy Christmas. Oh. So uh, it looks a little stronger on uh, the GFS, a little stronger of a system than what's coming through on Friday. On Friday, definitely hmm. does. Okay. So, I don't think we'll, I don't, 
I'm not seeing, you know, thunderstorms or anything like that, but it looks more of a organized system than this earlier system does. So oh, okay. We might get a little bit of rain out of it. So over uh, the weekend, yeah. Yeah, over okay. the weekend. Unfortunately, a lot of people are going to be traveling yeah. that day. Yeah. Well, the good thing is it's not going to be snowy and icy and treacherous. It's just going to be wet, so you still got to be careful out there. Yeah, it's... It, there's not even any freezing temperatures on this model, barely. Wow. Any. Yeah, and then uh, after after the uh, Christmas little system goes through, of course, it's going to have a wraparound snow, but, you know, you get that comma head coming down here. Yeah. It's nowhere near here. Nebraska and Kansas is nowhere near here. Oh, we gosh. We don't have to That's worry about way that. way away. Yeah. We don't have to worry about anything like that. Um, I'm not seeing too much to write home about. Maybe a little rain uh, toward the end of the model run, but we're talking well into 2024 by then. Oh, we're into January at that so, point. So, yeah, I'm more concerned. I'm more, uh, this this rain uh, this weekend is more likely to happen for sure. I think it's, uh, looks like a pretty good little line coming through, actually. They've but, been uh, pretty consistent. I mean, yeah, I've been kind of in the past. It has been. Unlike that previous system where we didn't get squat. Well, the area did. We just didn't. You oh know? well, that's true. Yeah, but uh, temperatures. Let's, let's, I, I like to just do a real quick loop of the temperatures. Mostly above average. Above average. Got a little bit of a cold snap coming through, and by cold on uh, this is after Christmas. It's not even cold. It's more like a normal. You know, cold okay. when colder than what we've had. Uh. Well, it's still maybe above normal. Maybe I mean. at night we're going to dip down into some uh, upper 20s <laughs> in the uh, week between Christmas and New Year's. Okay. But uh, warming back up to normal or above normal on average. Wow. So, that's crazy. Right. That's all That's all the models say. And I haven't, I haven't looked, uh, but National Weather Service Springfield is always issuing those those climate you know eight to 14 day yes are, are they still doing that i haven't seen one in a while well it's not like they're the ones issuing it they they, they share it from and make their own graphics out of it but oh the last the one i saw is well well above average for the rest of this for the rest of 2023 <laughs> yeah so well i mean that's going to be good you know people want to get out what we used to do a long time ago uh let's go to mom's we would get out the croquet set uh, especially Thanksgiving and play croquet with all the leaves and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's we may have to do that again. So, mom, go get your croquet set. Now, I'll, <laughs> I'll do. Wet, I'll, I'll look at the models and then I like to compare, like the big system coming through mm-hmm. to the uh, forecast grid here. Okay, see what they're saying about yeah, I, it. I got that up too. And uh, looking at uh, Saturday night, showers likely, but I cha- I click on the uh, chance of rain by. 6 p.m. Saturday night, only 30%. Then going up at midnight, 60%. Mm-hmm. But then on Sunday, 6 a.m., likely rain and thunderstorms, 70%. Oh. 70% of thunderstorms up until 11 a.m., and then rain 70% the rest of Sunday. That must be the the core and the triple point kind of going next. And that's then. Christmas Eve is Sunday, 60% chance. It looks like Santa might be getting a little wet Ah. 11 p.m. likely rain 60%, dropping down to 50% for Christmas, 40% the rest 50 of Christmas. For Christmas Day? day? Oh, well, wow. Morning. Oh, okay. Then dropping down to 40 for the rest of the day. 
Wow. So. I mean, and I'm I'm looking at at the at the high Saturday sixty, Sunday sixty one, Christmas Day sixty two. Yeah, yeah. That's almost twenty degrees above. It's like right. eight, seventeen degrees above average. Wow. Yep. I'm 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 not complaining. I'm not either. <laughs> yeah, we're doing that. Um. So what we've got is I I keep bringing this up because I'm still having to take some antihistamines. Juniper is still out there. And do, <laughs> do you blame it? I mean, with these 60 degrees yeah. temperatures, you know, and also I think even last week you were talking about central Oklahoma or something getting well up in the seventies or something. Right. This warm air. I haven't looked at Oklahoma, but I sure, I mean, I assume if we're going to be 62 on Christmas, oh, they got to be down there. Yeah. They're going to be warm. And, and remember if we get a South or Southwest wind, Whatever is blooming down there in Texas and Oklahoma, it's the same thing that happens in the spring. All that stuff is coming up into our neck of the woods. So I'm I'm thinking that maybe the juniper here is not that productive, I guess is the word I'm looking for. But then you, if we get those southerly winds from Arkansas and southwest from Oklahoma, this stuff that's still blooming down there is going to come up here. And with the dry conditions oh yeah speaking of dry conditions i was playing this afternoon uh if anybody knows how to play disc golf once you actually fling the disc on your on your throw you 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 slide your foot kind of clockwise i mean as you rotate and there's a few times i just slid I mean, the grass is, is dead, obviously. It's all hybrid and brown and everything. Yeah. But it's dry, and it's like I almost fell a couple of times. Like, that's not good. We need at least something out there. So I thought that was that was fun. Uh, okay. Well, in lieu of Chris, uh, of the, the weather school, uh, we're going to – we brought out some climatology. We've got some Christmas climatology and some New Year's climatology since we will be um, – you know, taking off next week. So let's get to that. So I'll, I'll, I'll start with Christmas Day. Now, this is from the Springfield National Weather Service offices. These are extremes. So the warmest ever Christmas uh, in the history of record keeping, which I think is 1888 or 1886, I don't know, somewhere there, um, 74 degrees is the warmest Christmas Day we've had in the Springfield area in 1889. The coldest has been minus 10, all these are in Fahrenheit, uh, in 1983, and the wettest was 1.47, now this is rain, in 1888. Interesting. Well, we got the coldest high was 7 degrees. (laughs) The record low maximum. (laughs) Also in 1983, I remember that year because uh, we had family in town and they were wondering about the roads that year. They were wondering about getting oh, back. Oh, yeah. It was too cold. It was pretty cold. And uh, what if they broke down and, and the high was seven and traveling and you had to pack blankets and everything. That's you, right. You, know, you never know. You wow. got to be careful in the wintertime, right? Especially mm-hmm. if you know, that night got down to minus 10. Sure. Yeah. That's the same year. Yeah. The warmest low. 58 degrees that, that would be warmer now that's that's in 1998 yeah that's not that which is weird because when my son was born in 1998 on december 21st there was ice on the ground no way yep. sure enough oh that's crazy yep. 
And uh, the last time snow fell on Christmas Day, 0.1 inches. So just basically a trace in 2010, huh? Yeah. Now, was it 2010? Did we have a lot of snow in 2010? Or, or that winter, 2010-2011? Not sure. Uh, something something's ringing my bell. There's either I get the I get the winter snow and the flooding mixed up a lot. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, the last time any snow fo- was on the ground on Christmas Day, so we don't count the 2010 because it didn't really stick. Apparently. Yeah. Uh, Christmas morning was 2019. Yeah, I th- and I or think 2009, not 2019. Yeah, 2009. Because I, I think the, I did I did actually look that up. They said that that when the sun rises. That's when they measure if there's any snow on the ground. That's the start of the day. If the sun ah. rises that morning and there's there's snow on the ground, uh, gotcha. Yeah, it doesn't say how much. I thought it. Yeah, anyway, um, wow, the most snow to fall on Christmas Day, three inches in 1892. I remember that. That's hard to believe that we hadn't got more than three inches in that time frame. Yeah, hmm. yeah, I was going on the records and the most snow on the ground. So again, uh. The most snow on the ground on Christmas Day, nine inches in two. Well, that was a snowy, snowy. We had that that snow hit much earlier in the in the month, but we had so much and it never dropped below freezing that year. So that snow, we had snow on the ground the entire month because we oh. almost missed a flight earlier that like the twelfth, heading to Florida because there was so much snow and they got all the. The runway cleared just in time for our plane to take off. But we came back, and the snow was still there, and it was there all month because the temperature was just so low all month. So, Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That was in 2002? Yeah. That was that was the, my first year at the showboat. I did oh. showgies from 1998 to 2001, started the showboat. Uh, but that wasn't until March. So, <laughs> so I didn't have to yeah, deal with right. any of that. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's, that's pretty interesting. Well, I tell you what, we've got some more. We've, we've got a lot in this first block. I'm going to uh, play a little song for everybody. I just whipped up uh, a little version of White Christmas. So I'm, we're going to take a little break, and I'm going to play that. We'll come back with some New Year's climatology.
Ah, I love jazz. I just love jazz and, you know, some Christmas songs are really good with jazz and swing. And Oh, I love the the Peanuts soundtrack for Christmas. Yeah. Oh! It's a uh, slow jazz piano. Yeah, you know? Vince Guaraldi. I love I mean, it, it, It's one of my favorite albums of all time, actually. Christmas time is here. Mm-hmm. And they have the kids singing, and they're kind of on pitch. <laughs> but they're kids, you know? Right. There you go. All right, so we are back from our little break, and let's uh, continue with the New Year's Day. Now, again, this is the Springfield office. Um, so I'll start with the warmest New Year's Day of 70 degrees. Happened twice in 2005 and 1965. Now, normally for record keeping, uh, they always take the most recent, even though it happened twice. So, so if you're, if you're keeping records, you'd say 2005, um, but it happened also in 1965. The coldest New Year's Day was minus eight, That's a, uh, which is... Pretty cold in yeah. 1928, and the wettest was 1.84 inches of rain in 1892. The coldest high, five degrees, 1928. That's colder than the seven. <laughs> yeah, but the, but the warmest low in 2005. That was the day we got the warmest too. Oh, that's right. Uh, 55 degrees. So. 55. And no, it's the normal low. high is 40. What a way to start out the year. That that would throw the entire records off, the averages <laughs> off, if you got to seventy, because on our weather station it would hold it. Would, it, can, it takes a record. It would just look weird to have our warmest. We probably the warmest day of the month, the very first day of seventy degrees in January. Oh yeah, you know. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see here. So we have uh, the last time snow fell on New Year's Day was zero point eight inches in twenty twenty one. That was two years ago, well, almost three years ago. Yeah. Now I will say though, when looking at the records, I didn't count it. Last year they said trace, and that doesn't mean we got it here in Branson too. Also, right, right. Exactly. That's Springfield. Th- these are Springfield records. Gotcha. Yeah, so I figured it's a trace. Yeah, I'm going to brush that because trace doesn't really mean anything. Yeah. Last time any snow was on the ground, New Year's Day 2021, an inch. So apparently there was already 0.4 inches on the ground, and they added 0.8 that day. Huh? Or so, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Most snow to fall on New Year's Day was in 1948, 4.9 inches. And the most snow on the ground for Chris- for Christmas Day. Seven inches in... Oh, no, I yeah. forgot to change that. That's yeah. supposed to be New so Year's. We already did Christmas Day. Yeah, it was, yeah. So Most New Year's. Snow on the ground, New Year's Day, 1984, was seven inches. Yeah, now let's see. Uh, let me do that on Christmas. So the most snow on the ground on Christmas Day was 2002. So the, gotcha. so, so something must have happened during that week right before it's, bam, we got this big old snow Mageddon. Well, <laughs> just, just, I mean, if you look at your Christmas... You had it must have been a cold season because during Christmas you got to negative ten, and a week later you had for New Year's Day of nineteen eighty four you had seven inches of snow on the ground. See what I'm saying? Oh, that's right. only a week apart from Christmas Day, oh, nineteen eighty three right. to uh-huh. nineteen eighty four. You're right. New Year's that's Day. a week apart. So it must have been a cold, cold, snowy week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was going to cross reference that to see. You, you know what I'm going to do? I, I have the El Nino. So um, so when we get to in other news, 
you do something and I'll go across there because that's what I wanted to do during the little break, but I forgot to do that. So, um, well, that's all we got on the Christmas climatology. Again, that's Springfield. So I wish Branson did. We're, I mean, we, we've got uh, about four years now. I think we're on our fifth year right. of our records. So uh, that's kind of cool. <laughs> Uh, it's kind of nice to have. Anyway, um, let's get to in other news. Uh, you know, we talked about that Iceland volcano. It's like it's going to erupt any minute. It finally erupted. And I can't even say the name of the town because <laughs> it's Icelandic and the it's... Yes, you can. No, I can't. No, I can't. You do that town in Alaska so well. No, I can do Utkiagvik. Mm-hmm. You know, that's easy. I can do that. But, uh, but it erupted and we're watching that. Um, so what else you got over there? I'm, 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 I'm going to, it's either Grindavik or Grindavik. Oh, you're going to, okay. You actually tried the, it. The <laughs> volcano. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. It's not, it's not as hard as. Grinch? Utkiagvik. <laughs> Utkiagvik. Ooh, Utkiagvik. It's not yeah. that hard. Yeah. Um, let's see. I here. practiced for 30 minutes on how to say that. <laughs> Uh, let's talk about the, uh, you, you texted me about this low pressure system getting ready to slam into Florida earlier this week. Remember yeah, that? It was yeah. a bunch of, uh, uh, rain and it, it rained the whole Eastern seaboard got rain. Boy, they had six deaths out of that. It was, they had some hurricane force winds it got on intense. the east, east coast, 90 miles per hour no. winds. That is a at least a Category 1 hurricane right there. I think it's sure. close to Cat 2. I think you're right. Because 111 is Cat 3. Oh, wow. Man. So it was a uh, definitely a strange system, but uh, hundreds of thousands of power outages are, are in effect still to this day from that. Oh, my Killed gosh. Killed six people. So uh, that was some interesting stuff. Flash flooding all over from New Jersey, New York, down into the uh, the entire East Coast. So they're expecting to still feel the effects for that um, through Christmas, absolutely. I mean, it's just uh, kind of weird. It almost looked like a tropical system on, on, on radar. Yeah, it did. And, and the funny thing is, I kept, and I saw this like four or five days, uh, because when I look at the GFS, I always zoom in on what we call the South Central region. It's not the Southeast, but the South Central, which covers anywhere from Louisiana all the way up to Iowa and wherever, just to kind of look at look at us. And on the run, towards the end of the runs, I kept seeing this this thing down in the Gulf of Mexico barrel up. And I thought, was that a hurricane? And it, it kept saying it. It kept saying it each day and day. And I thought, it's not a hurricane. And the, the uh, National Hurricane Center didn't say anything about it. So mm-hmm. I was like, well, whatever. So, And I don't think anybody labeled it as a hurricane, right? They just labeled it as a no. It wasn't tense, low pressure. Unless system they go back and do one of those uh, retro naming of a hurricane that they've done before. Oh, yep, they have. <laughs> so yeah, that screws up the whole batch. <laughs> well, we got two extra names, right? We got something in we- not two Wilma. more, two more yeah. Vince and somebody. Right. I <laughs> I don't know. Um, okay, I got some cross referencing here. You're going to find this very interesting. So, in uh, 2002, most snow on the ground on Christmas Day, 9 inches in 2002. And then uh, uh, that is a moderate El Nino, 
2002-2003 is a moderate El Nino. So that's interesting. Um, Now, they said, uh, I mean, uh, El Nino only goes back to 1952. That's when they really started taking records on that. Ah. Um, So on... On uh, New Year's Day, most snow on the ground, seven inches in 1984. That was a weak La Nina. Hmm. Interesting. So that kind of, yeah, all right. Uh, See, the warmest low in 2005 on New Year's Day, 55. uh, That is in 2005. That is a weak El Nino. 2004, 2005 is a weak El Nino. And... Uh, the warmest, wait a minute, yeah, yeah, the warmest, 19, 1889, I don't go back that far, the, the coldest, 1983, did I just say that one? So, yeah, week La Nina, so it's, it's very interesting, last time snow fell on Christmas Day, 2010, 2010 was a La it's not showing up on either, and... Anything else you want to know? I've got the thing. It's really interesting. It is. Because generally we would think La Nina would be warmer and an El Nino would be, or is it the other way around? I always get those mixed up. It's La Nina. We're right in the middle. So it to doesn't. To me, El Nino is warmer for us. El Nino is warmer for us. I would think in so. In La Nina. It's kind of what we're experiencing right now. Uh, exactly. That's kind of what, what we did. So I don't know. Mm. Um, I did say, I, I can't elaborate on this too much, but. Um, I did see, and you sent this to me, where El Nino, we've, we're on an El Nino advisory. We've got a pretty decent one going on now. But all of a sudden, they said it's expected to suddenly collapse in the coming months. Rapidly. It's maybe on the verge of a rapid collapse. Okay. So, so you got it up. So read, read um, some. Many uh, climate models and subsurface data that show an El Nino could be on its last legs with the average... Sea temperature dipping below the 0.5 degrees Celsius threshold during the spring, barring another round of warm water propagation. So uh, the NOAA's latest forecast is now suggesting that El Nino may be over as soon as April, which is a month earlier than last month's forecast. The probability of El Nino conditions remaining in April has dropped from 62% to only... 37%. Thirty-seven percent. Oh wow! Yeah, I remember last week saying sixty-two percent between April and June, and now they've really wow. Okay, and they uh, a tool that some forecasters use to determine the status of El Nino and La Nina is uh, the Southern Oscillation Index, which is the SOI, and the index measure the pressure differences are indicating right now that the El Nino is actually weak. Oh, so, so it's not strong. Yeah. Oh. So, well, somebody got their wires crossed, or it's it's possibly it's decreasing because there so, was there was chatter a few weeks ago. It's like, oh, this is going to be the strongest one, ah. and that was just yeah a few weeks ago. Right. <laughs> now I say that there's still some forecasters are still saying that there's still a 54 percent chance of reaching super El Nino levels before it. Decreases. Oh. But it, the, the percentage was a lot higher a few weeks ago. Okay. So there's still somewhat of a chance it may spike into but, strong. But based on cooling trends, odds are trending down of uh-huh. reaching that level. 
Well, that's going to possibly affect our spring then. Possibly. Maybe. So I think there's a good chance we could be in a Lanata by spring. Well, huh. by April. But yeah, by, by April at least. Well, interesting. That is that is interesting. That's going to be something to watch, especially now when we come back in January, mm-hmm. that we'll have a whole new outlook on that because that's right. two weeks. Interesting. Yeah. I don't like that. What else you got? You got anything um, Saturday. Okay. It was dreary. We actually had some rain move through. It was a dreary day all day long. Yeah, it was bleh. We actually had some rain move through that kind of, we didn't shut down the park at Silver City or anything like that, but it was a cold kind of, you know, rainy. First started as drizzle, then more rain kind of moved through. Well, did you know what that was caused from, what it was caused by? Did you know we had a an extra tropical cyclone move through Missouri? You know what that is? What's an extratropical cyclone exactly? It's uh, well, it would be a my guess would be a moisture laden, yeah, cyclonic low that is moved in. It, to, it, I it, mean, the uh, entire state was uh, blanketed by clouds from this extratropical cyclone. Visible satellites showed the the sun rising in the morning. Uh, they they posted a big picture of this, and it shows this. It almost kind of almost looks like a tropical system moving over Missouri. Right. Uh, I'll show you here, Randy, and see what your uh, thoughts on this are. This is actually posted by the Springfield National Weather Service on Saturday of the extra tropical system moving over Missouri. See what I'm saying? See the low pressure system. Over yeah, it's like going Missouri. over Kansas City and up. Right. Right. So how? Um. How, how is it extra tropical? Right. Where did it come from? Uh, that's I what I mean. Know. It's I like, don't know. because when I think of tropical, it would be something that developed in the tropics area, it, maybe? Yeah. Yep. Interesting. Uh, they didn't, they didn't uh, elaborate too much on it. Is that on their Facebook page? Or yeah. Their, okay. Sure yeah. So, so I guess, yeah, just go to their National Weather Service Springfield Facebook page and you can see that it's a, it's a really cool. It's a pretty Satellite. tightly wound low. Yeah, I mean, you can definitely see the ro- the rotation going around Kansas City. Yeah, extra tro- okay. So, extra tropical cyclone. I'm going to have to look that up. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, to find out the real definition well, of that. Yeah, that's all I have on my fascinating. Part. Yeah, I don't have a lot. I mean, I was kind of uh, searching. It's like, oh, I saw it on TV the volcano exploded. Well, you know, we we saw we knew that was coming, but. I th- the, the the scientists kept saying any minute and that was last month because they don't know. I mean it, the, the 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 earth is the you just can't you don't know mm-hmm. <laughs> that's gonna do that. So okay, well let's time well it's time to get to the last segment. It's the weather word of the week. Okay, it's time for the last weather word of the week of twenty twenty three, and we're gonna toss it to Corey. So Corey, what is this week's Stormdar weather, weather word of the week. Snowtel. Yeah. Uh, maybe not a hotel, or, right? But a snowtel. What in the world is a snowtel? It's actually, uh, it's snow telemetry, which is ah. an automated network of, uh, sn- like, like, like a telephone, like snow, like no. Oh. Remember, what was I thinking of a 
phone company that ended with Tell. That's what it's Altel. Altel. Yeah. There was one of them. There was other ones too. Okay. Back in the day when cell phones were new. Oh, so it's like a new but, snow uh, phone. Okay. It's an automated network <laughs> of snowpack data collection sites. A standard oh. snow tell consists of a snow pillow, not a snow plow, a snow <laughs> pillow, uh-huh. a storage type precipitation gauge, air temperature sensor, and a small shelter for housing electronics. We need one of those for our weather station up there. It's never going to snow again, though. No. <laughs> well, we'll see when I'll need it. I mean, well, that's I'll true. We could have an April snow. Who knows? It's happened in May before. It, it has, hasn't stuck. Sure. But yeah. And I feel kind of bad because we have our road conditions group, which. You know, if you're not a member, go there and, and at least join because when the road conditions get really bad, that's a really valuable group. And it's just been kind of dormant for a while. Uh, a couple of accidents here and there, but you know, it's it's saved a it saved a bunch of lives. Mm-hmm. So so there you go. So, wow. That was packed. My head hurts. Jam packed. Jam packed, yes, especially for the last one of the year. So anyway, you got anything else? Uh, just looking up extratropical cyclone on here. Oh, yeah. Do you have a definition? Uh, not really a definition. They form anywhere within extratropical regions of the Earth, uh, usually between 30 degrees and 60 degrees latitude from the equator. Okay. Uh, and they drive weather throughout the country, basically, when they happen. Uh, uh, just a big low-pressure system going through the middle part of the country. So it can affect uh, rain, wow. just cloud cover, rain, snow. Anyway, anything can be associated with an extra-tropical cyclone. Well, we had the torrential drizzle. We did. <laughs> we did. But wow. we moved through just in time, and a lot of people got really good sunsets. I, 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 it kills me when I get a good sunset, and I can't get it. But a lot of people shot good pictures of a sunset oh, that yeah. night. Well, see, that's when you need to... Um, you know, look look at the sunset, and then schedule your cave tours around that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Saturdays are pretty crazy out there. Oh yeah, pretty, you're pretty busy. It's it's gonna be nuts. I got two more shows at the Hughes. I think uh, I think this is area appreciation for the Hughes brothers. I think they said through the end of the year. You might want to double check on that. But uh, I think if you live around the Branson area, Taney or Stone or something like that, you have to check it out. They're having area appreciation. I think other theaters around town are having area appreciation. Um, you know, if you're not at Silver Dollar City, come to see the Hughes brothers Christmas show. We have been almost sold out every show. Oh yeah. Uh, it's it's crazy. And, you know, the traffic isn't that bad this year. It's not? Well, comparatively. Well, for you work, though. I mean, it's, it's a blockade. But from where I go, it's not that bad. Well, if, if Chris, you guys, uh, the Hughes Brothers, they started Christmas shows on Halloween, right? Well, a lot, a lot of places did just because of the way the calendars, you know, lined up. So, yeah, wait, shouldn't we be in Valentine's Day shows by now? Yeah, probably. You know, Two months before. <laughs> I think so. so. Hey, I'm ready for spring. Fourth of July is a couple of months, so yeah, yeah. I'm ready for spring already. Boy, I am too. Hey, we had that bad of a winter, and I'm still ready for spring. Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm just thinking probably. I do believe we're going to have some cold punches coming in. Well, it's winter. That's what happens. Yeah, but the severity of it. I mean, it's not anything like last year. Maybe we'll get some winter thunderstorms, not winter snowstorms. It's happened before. Happens 
all the time. I think the AFD, uh, I have to look at the area forecast discussion. I have to look at this afternoons, but they were saying MU Cape, which is called the most unstable Cape, was around 50, <laughs> which is, that's the lowest it goes. We just make my Christmas Eve or Christmas Eve night to get to see some lightning. Oh, wouldn't that be fun? You know, why not? You'll be in... I'll uh, be in Oklahoma. Oklahoma, well, yeah. I'll be on my way to Oklahoma at some point, but nice. What you know? Why? Why not? Make my day. The little Christmas made me think of spring. I know. Yeah. Oh, and if you listen to I, I something I forgot to do is thank uh, Mr. Greg Pyron, the voice of Branson on the radio stuff. He did the opening poem. Uh, I I got a wild hair and kind of created that poem a few years ago, and Greg was kind enough to record that for me because he's got the perfect voice. So thank you, Greg Pyron, yep. for doing that. Uh, he, he We saw him at the parade, too. Right. Yeah, he, he does the announcement for the parade. He's got the voice, man. He does. <laughs> I hope he listened to this. So, Greg, got to come back sometime. Be on the podcast. That'll be fun. Got anything else? Nope. Okay. Well, it's about. We want to wish everyone, uh, if if you're celebrating, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and Happy New Year. And we'll be back in January. So let's wrap this thing up then. So be sure to look for us on Facebook at Stormdar Weather. Like and follow our page, and be sure to like or comment on our posts to have us show up in your news feed. You can always contact us through our, our Facebook page or send us an email to stormdarweather at gmail.com. Also. For the roads and weather and anything related, check out our website at stormdarweather.com. Well, that does it for this time, so join us in two weeks for the next edition of the Stormdar Weather Podcast. <laughs>